Did you hear what he said at the end there? He says, receive it, then declare it. Decree it. You have to say it. You got to say what the word says. Lazarus would have stayed in the tomb unless Jesus said what he heard the Father say. It's amazing how I did a little study on Lazarus', Lazarus tomb. He was about 100 feet away from the main highway. Let's, you know that this is a 395 here? His tomb was only a few feet away. And back then there was not cars. There was people walking. <coughs> Thousands of people, because he was dead four days. Thousands of people walked by his tomb for four days. And they were talking. But they're not saying the correct words. But when Jesus showed up four days later, he had the correct words, three words, Lazarus, come forth. And it changed Lazarus', Lazarus life forever. So that's what I'm saying. You hear what God says, and you need to declare it. Stop saying what the enemy's whispering to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. All right, I want to go over our foundation scripture, Psalms 92, verse 10. If you could put your eyes on it, that would be great. If you're taking notes, uh, praise the Lord. Nick and Kip have some notepads back there. If you need a notepad, just raise your hand, and they'll give you one, some pins. But I, Psalms 92, verse 10. This is our foundation scripture. We've been talking about fresh oil. We've been talking about an oil change. We've been talking about the new that God is calling us into 2020. We need fresh oil to do the work. It's, you know, it's coming to the end of the year. It's time for an oil change. You know when you get your oil change, they always put that sticker on your front window, and it shows you when your next oil change, it actually says expiration date. 313, whatever, whatever. There's an expiration date and it's coming to the end. We need fresh oil. Then we talked about what is fresh oil. We talked about, uh, man, I didn't want to go too far back, you know. Uh, Holy Spirit. You know, we talked about... Uh, what oil is designed to do in a motor. It's designed to do four things. If you do not have oil in your motor, you're going to have some difficulties. Even if you have oil and it's not fresh, you will have difficulty. You have to have fresh oil because there's something in the oil that has been designed, that has been designed to help and protect our motor. As ministers, we have to make sure we have fresh oil for every work. For instance, I was telling you this year, God has been so gracious. He has allowed us to do some great things in 2019. But every event has been uh, required fresh oil. This meeting is not the same oil that we used a few weeks ago in the UK. I got myself an oil change before I came here. And before UK, we did New York. 
Wasn't New York wonderful? A lot of you here went. But I had an oil change after New York because we were going to the UK. But before New York, we had the rally night. That was amazing, off the hook, off the chain. But I had to have an oil change from that event to go to New York. So I mean, what I'm saying is never rely on the old oil. You used it. You should have used it. <laughs> you should be, if you have fresh oil in you still for the last 10 years, it's, it's because you haven't used it. It should have been broken down. So we know that oil's been designed to protect from overheating. Overheating means simply walking in the flesh. Number two, fresh oil has been designed to protect from wear and tear on our physical body, on our marriage. Now, now, uh, it's easy to detect some things. See, in my life, I have two voices, the Holy Spirit and my wife. I'm really safe because if I can listen to those two, I'm okay. See, fresh oil has been designed to protect us from wear and tear. See, the Holy Spirit tells me when you need, you need to slow down, you need to take a nap, you need to drink more water, you need to sleep, you need to pray, you need to sit down and pray in the Holy Ghost. And the same thing, my wife, she's been given to me to help me and she'll speak to me. You know, um, like this meeting here, you know, because you know me, I like to talk. I got, like to go look at the motorcycles. I like to take parts off of Harleys and stuff. I, <laughs> but she's, she was telling me, you need to go sit down. You're just about to preach. I'm, I'm trying to kiss her and stuff. She was, stop. <laughs> You're preaching tonight. Come here, baby. She's, stop it. You're preaching tonight. So, you know, she's. Fresh oil has been designed to protect us from wear and tear. Say amen. And number three has been designed to protect us from rust. We talked about uh, when things heat up, it builds up. Uh, what did we say that word? Moisture. And moisture causes rust inside of a motor. But if the oil's fresh, it breaks down the rust. Yeah. See, there's a lot of ministers that are rusty because yeah. the oil's not fresh. And number four, it keeps things running smooth. Fresh oil helps you flow with the Holy Ghost. So, you know, just a just little, little bit of uh, recapping from yesterday. So let's, I want to go to Psalms 92. I want to read it now. I'm starting fresh, part two. Psalms 92, verse 10 says, But my horn... Shall thou, God, exalt like the horn of a unicorn? We talked about last night that the horn is what carries the fresh oil. Ladies and gentlemen, we're the horn. We're the horn. And I thought about this, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been thinking about last night's message a lot. Uh, you know, and I thought about this. There's a lot of people leaking oil everywhere. My wife, my wife, my wife's sister had a boyfriend. And 
he would come to her house, but my father-in-law didn't like him parking in the driveway because he had an old beater, and every time he left, he left puddles of oil. <laughs> you know, so it's not good to be wasting your fresh oil because aren't, aren't cars, I don't know if I'm speaking proper English here, but cars are designed to carry four quarts, five quarts, uh, six quarts, V10, you know, I have an excursion, man. It's like, like 20 quarts of oil, man. Wow. Like it never fills up. But, but what if you start running your vehicle, let's say it requires four, but you've been leaking, you're running on two. You're going to have problems, even if it's fresh. And the, and, and the way you have less oil, you're no longer praying, you're no longer reading, you're no longer praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, like what Rodney said this morning, we need to get out of the way and let the Holy Ghost do his thing. We, I said, we need to get out of the way. See, it's when me and you get in the way. So, um, fresh oil. So we're, but my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. So I'm the horn here. You're the horn. You're the carrier of the fresh oil. And last night, uh, I told you that uh, the, our horn, our horn is our sound. You know, if you, if you lose your sound, nobody can hear you no more. You know, if you're like driving down the highway and you're like beeping your horn, but your horn don't work, even though you have a horn, they can't hear you. You know what I'm saying? If people can't hear your horn, they can't hear you. So our horn, our voice, our platform. I share this. I was in, like I said, I was in here today just praying before service, and I was sitting here. Now, you need to take your ministry serious, I would say that. Everything you take, take it, take it real serious. So I'm, I'm only going to give you my example. Say amen. amen. You know. I was sitting here looking at this room. I was looking at this banner. And I was looking at this meeting. And I was being thankful to the Lord for this meeting. So what I'm trying to say, this is my horn. This meeting's my horn. I want this meeting to be filled with fresh oil. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is my platform. So I wanted to be half. I was, I was I, not begging the Lord, but I was before God just saying, Lord, I want your fresh oil here. You have to show up, Jesus. I mean, these people are expecting you to show up. You know, you know, we come three days and we paid our way. We paid the hotel, and and some some of you ate all your money the first day on food. But I'm not calling nobody out. But so your platform, your platform is your is your horn. Your name, your name, your name. My gosh, your name. Our reach, our reach, our message. That's that's. That's our carrier. That's our horn. That's what carries the fresh oil. You know? Okay. But my horn shall thou exalt. So who do we want to exalt our horn? Who do we want God? Who do we want to exalt our sound, our voice, our song, our message, our name? Do you, I don't know about you, 
Okay, those of you that come to iRally, I preach the message. It's, it's on our ministry, Rally Ministry, we have a podcast. We have a message on there called, Lord, Make Me Famous. And, and, I, and there's scriptures in the Bible that talks about becoming famous for God. And the moral of the message is, God, make me famous to make you famous. And when I mean famous, not for us to get the glory, not signing autographs and selfies. No, no, no. The, this is the moral of the story. The, the more people that want to hear me, the more people I can help. But if nobody hears me, if I don't have a crowd. See, I was thinking this, okay? So we're in this room. Would you agree with me? We're pretty much maxed out in this one room. So naturally, shouldn't we be looking for a bigger room? So Pastor Rodney, we were having coffee, and immediately he said, did you see the school over there? So I'm already looking to the school. If the Lord, if this is God, I mean, you know, I've got to pray it out, walk it out, talk to mama, you know. Uh, but I'm just saying, you know, Lord, more people. More people. All right. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of unicorn. I should be anointed with fresh oil. So, tonight, what we're going to look at is where do we get the fresh oil? I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, where in the word does it say where we get the fresh oil? Okay, in order to answer that, I need to share this. You need to believe in the Trinity. You need to believe in the Father, in the Son, and the Holy Ghost that they're three in one. Yes. Okay, this book here that I wrote called Love Loves Me, you need to get this book because I talk about the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. They're all love. So love loves Rick. That's the revelation of this book. When I, use, when I see the word love, I want to... I want to know who love is. Love is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. They're all three one. But in, instead of me putting the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost loves me, they're all love. That's their Yeah, That's who they are. They are love. They're dripping with love. So when I say love loves me, I have an understanding who love is. So it's the same thing here. In order for you to understand the next steps of where do we get this fresh oil, you need to believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Because there's different references in the Bible. And it uses all three names. Say amen. amen. All right. Fresh oil... Now, you need to listen to these. I'm going to give you a couple thoughts. This, the anchor's going to drop right now, all right? Anchor's going to really drop. Fresh oil makes me anointed. Fresh oil makes me anointed. So if, if I don't have fresh oil, I have the right to say I'm not anointed. All right? Fresh oil makes me anointed. 
Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Fresh oil is the anointing. Fresh oil is the anointing. Here we go, here we go. Christ is the anointed one. Follow me. By me having revelation, here we go, here we go. By me having revelation, Christ is the anointed one. I can now say this. Christ is fresh oil. All right. Christ means the anointing. Now, because I have understanding of that, I have a right to say this next line. Christ means fresh oil. All right, minister, can you back it up with scripture? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to read you this scripture, Luke 4.18. I'm going to read it out of the English Standard Version. You can read it out of yours. You can follow me. This is Jesus speaking here. You can get confused if you don't have an understanding of the Trinity. That's why we had to say that from the beginning. This is Jesus speaking, Luke 4.18. Are you ready? Say amen. amen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. Amen. So this is Jesus speaking. This is what Jesus is actually saying here, the Spirit of the Lord has come on me and he has anointed me with fresh oil. Where did Jesus say he got the fresh oil? Say it. The Spirit of the Lord. So where, I'm reading Bible, where did Jesus get the fresh oil? From the Spirit of the Lord. It's in Scripture. Let's read it again. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is Jesus speaking. Because he has anointed me. So Jesus is saying, I'm letting you know where I got my fresh oil. It's from the Spirit. Amen. Say amen. amen. All right. Now, Jesus tells us what the, oil, what the fresh oil is given, causing him capable to do now. So the next, there's four things here that this fresh oil equipped Jesus to do. Are you ready? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me with fresh oil. Number one. This is what the fresh oil does. To proclaim good news to the poor. Fresh oil equips us to proclaim good news to the poor. Now, what's good news to the poor? You don't have to be poor no more. 
<laughs> fresh, when you're anointed with fresh oil, you have something to preach. <laughs> poor simply means being empty. People are poor healthily wise. They're poor financially. They're poor in wisdom. They're poor in knowledge. They're poor in their marriage. So if somebody is dry and empty in an area in their life, they're poor. Fresh oil equips us to proclaim good news to people. Like the guy this morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, he could barely walk. He got his coffee, and he's telling the coffee lady, his back's killing me. His back's killing me. He said it three times. I'm sitting in a chair just like that, and I'm waiting for him. I'm dripping with oil. <laughs> because fresh oil has equipped me to preach the good news. So I was waiting for him. And he came to me, and I stood up. I put my hand on his shoulder, and I said, could I pray for you? He said, yes. So this is Jesus speaking. Number one, the fresh oil causes us to proclaim good news to the poor. Number two, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. This is what Jesus said fresh oil equipped him to do. Fresh oil gave Jesus a right, and this is why he said it. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives. Anyone that is captive... We have fresh oil, or you can say fresh oil is the key to open the door to their lock. Now, being captive, right away we think about somebody in being in prison. But there's people not in prison that are captive. You know, uh, people want to commit suicide. People mentally ill. I mean, people are captive to fear, worry, anxiety. I mean, there's, you know, we have the answer. For anybody that is captive in fresh oil, I'm only quoting Jesus here, is the answer. Now, fresh oil simply means showing up with a word in due season. Number three, and recovery of sight to the blind. Jesus is telling me, now that I got this fresh oil, I can heal blind people physically who are blind physically, and also can heal people who are blind spiritually. This is what fresh oil. Has anybody, have you ever heard this term? After they heard something, they say, ah, oh, the light just went on. That's what that means. And it happens all the time in Walmart for me. You know, It happens all the time everywhere I go. On purpose. Somebody say on purpose. On purpose, I'm looking to help somebody. I have been set apart as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I have been set apart by the Holy Ghost, and he has anointed me with fresh oil to turn the light on in people's life. And number four, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. The enemy, his job is to oppress people. And the way he oppresses them is by telling them lies. You know, people go to the doctor, and the doctor says, well, we think we found cancer. I mean, for they go home, they're already defeated. They're already planning their burial. 
The devil, every time he speaks, it's a lie. He uses words to oppress people. But Jesus said, I've been anointed with fresh oil to deliver people who are oppressed. And let me just say this. You just preaching the gospel, you just sharing the gospel, the fresh oil in the gospel does the work. Say amen. amen. So in this scripture, we see here that the Holy Spirit is fresh oil. And we told you the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit you, are the fresh oil. you are the fresh oil. Do you agree with me that we see it in Scripture? Jesus said it. Okay, now let's go to Acts 10, 38. Okay. We've seen that the Spirit of God anointed Jesus. But look what this Scripture says. Acts 10, 38, you there? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. So who does this scripture says who anointed Jesus with fresh oil? Wow. So right now, I'm convinced to hang out with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Now I'm convinced to how to hang out with God. So I'm, I'm telling you where we get the fresh oil. Hmm? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With fresh oil. Now, now watch this. You need to really, really, really break Scripture down. Don't read Scripture just to, just to say you read for the day. You know, I like to say it like this. If you have an opportunity, and I do my best to read a chapter a day, but let me tell you, I could spend one hour on one verse. Seriously, I could spend all I could spend a week in one verse and just sucking on the meat of that word and all the life that's in it. Look what the scripture says. You want this scripture is so thick it's not even funny. Look, Acts 10 30. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. So we see how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with fresh oil. What came with this fresh oil? Listen, listen. The Holy Spirit. And power. Now we're starting to see the ingredients in the fresh oil. Remember I read to you yesterday what the dictionary said, what oil was, compound this, hydro this. this. I mean, I didn't even understand it, but I read it. But here it's giving us a description what's in the fresh oil. The Holy Spirit and power. Power church. Yeah. Yes. My gosh. Oh. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with, with fresh oil. What was in the fresh oil? The Holy Spirit and with power. Now that Jesus got the fresh oil, and he, Jesus now has a revelation. Man, the, the Holy Spirit is in this fresh oil, and there's power. Look what Jesus began to do. And went about. Jesus got up. He, it, it didn't give him a license to sit down. Gave him a license to get up and go. Mom, mom, I want to run around this room. We have a license to set up meetings. 
We have a license to go to Walmart to go. Now, this is our scripture down. This has been our scripture for 35 years. Never changed this, our scripture. The scripture says, Go ye therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. In, in, in ends of the age. God has told us, Rick, go and teach people what I taught you. Amen. So tonight I'm in this room, Amen. 35 years later, doing the same scripture, teaching you what the Holy Ghost taught me. Yes. And, and, and my son Eric, he says, we need to get the word out. So we're using television, podcasts, movies, books. We're going to start a training center. I mean, we're just doing everything we can do to get the word out. So he went about, after Jesus found out, he was anointed with fresh oil, and he found out that the Holy Spirit was in the oil, and he found out there was power in the oil. He got up. He went about doing good. So what is the fresh oil? What, is this, what does it equip us to do? Good. And healing. All who were oppressed by the devil. So watch this. Does the devil want you to have fresh oil? Why? Because you stop his works. People with fresh oil stop the works of the devil. Plain and simple. People that don't change their oil, the devil's not worried about them. They have nothing fresh. And I don't want to get really into this, but Jesus healed all. Did Jesus miss anybody along the way? Fresh oil, Junior. All of them. In the book of Matthew, Jesus had a three-day altar call. The Bible said that the whole city came into three days to pray for them. And after, Jesus said, let's feed them now. Jesus said, they've been with us for three days, man. Well, the, the disciples said this. They've been with us for three days. Let's feed these people. Three days, Jesus, it took three days to pray for all these people. It's in the scriptures. All who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with them. So when you have fresh oil, you have boldness, you can boldly say, God is with me. So, 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 is it, do, uh, do we say then, if we don't have fresh oil, God's not with us? It's heavy. I'm only translating scriptures. Yeah, that's right. They didn't have fresh oil. They thought they did. So, it, so I'm only. So we've seen the Holy Ghost Spirit anointed Jesus with fresh oil. Now we see that the Father did. So, is it right to say, uh, I, I, I received my fresh oil from the Holy Spirit? Is it right for me to say I received my fresh oil from the Father? All right. Now let's go to First John two twenty seven. My, yeah, this is too exciting up here. First John two twenty seven. It says, "Woo, help me, Jesus." My, this is First John two twenty seven says, "But the anointing that you received, uh oh, but the fresh oil that you received from Him." 
<laughs> Who's him here? He's talking about Jesus. But the anointing that you receive from him abides in you. Now it's saying that this fresh oil abides in you. And you have no need that anyone should teach you. Fresh oil will always keep you on the cutting edge. It will always keep you in the know. It will always keep you in the know. Fresh oil, you'll always know what to do. You'll never be caught off guard, if I can say that. Huh? You'll never be caught off guard. You'll always, you'll always have an answer. Sometimes we don't speak fast. We'll kind of wait, 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 wait. Let me hear from the Holy Ghost. I might, get, I might have to get back with you, but I'll have an answer because of the fresh oil. But the anointing that you receive from Him abides in you. So now we know as a car carries oil. Let me ask you a question. When you go and get an oil change and you take off, where's the oil? The new oil. It's in, the, it's in the car. It goes everywhere the car goes. That's what the scripture is talking about. But the anointing that you receive from him abides in you, and you have no need that anyone should teach you, but as his anointing teaches you. So the fresh oil teaches you about everything. The fresh oil teaches everything and is true and is no lie. So the fresh oil is completely true and there's no lie in it. Just as it has taught you, abide in him. So as the fresh oil teaches you, stay in it. That's what the scripture is saying. The same anointing that Jesus was anointed with, we're anointed with. The same oil he has, we have. I'm going to rephrase the same fresh oil he has. It's amazing if you read the Gospels. In the Gospels, you read multiple times that in the morning, Jesus came from the mountain. Or Jesus came, uh, he prayed all night long. I like to say it like this, Jesus always had a regular oil change because he knew the next day. He knew what the next day was. I mean, you know, he knew what he was going to face. And he, he always had to be fresh, man. All the Pharisees were coming to him. He had three years to do this thing, man. You know, and so he had all this, this pressure. You know, one of his own disciples turned on him. He, he had to be fresh. He had to be on the know. You know, he had to know, know everything. He, he had to have answers. So he always spent time with the Father. He spent time with his daddy. He spent time with the Holy Ghost. He depended on these scriptures. So he would always be in the know. Now, I want to I finish by saying this. As ministers, as leaders, what gives us a right not to? Our perfect example is uh, Jesus and I'm telling you, let me just let you on a little secret here. 
this might work for you, but it sure might work for you, might not, but it's sure working for me and Eddie. Every morning we're up around five, six o'clock. Uh, you know, I go to the men's room, brush my teeth, wash my face, you know, comb my hair. She goes to her, you know, restroom, does the same. Coffee pot's on. I take the dogs to the restroom real fast. Then, man, we, we can't wait to get on the couch. From six to eight minimum, every single morning we sit with Jesus in the Holy Spirit. Every day. Every day. Even yesterday, you know, we come on this motorcycle ride. We left at eight at our house, 8 a.m. Ah, we said, that's no sweat. We're already up at six. But we're, we're relying on this. I, I, can't, I can't highlight this enough. And, and I'm not saying we do this for this, but we already had two visit, visitations from Jesus. I'm, we don't do this. We don't chase that. But when he walks in, it's awesome. Pastor Dave, the other day, we were in prayer, and he came and sat in me and Eddie's laps. It was powerful. My gosh. Now we don't do this to ch we don't ch ch chase signs and you know we don't we don't but it's wonderful when he comes in your room and we felt him so strong. You ever been drunk in the Holy Ghost? You're so weak, and you. you, you but uh, you know we we pray by faith. If we don't feel him, it's okay. If no, if the lights don't flicker, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, we pray by faith. We're, we walk by faith. But it's wonderful. Yeah. And the other day, uh, we were in prayer. I had an unction just to get on my knees. I mean, it's dark, you know, on my knees. And here he comes again. Oh. And, 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 and we're very, we want to be Holy Ghost led. We don't. Sit on the couch and just yap, 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 talk, talk, talk. We pray in the Holy Ghost. We listen, we listen. And we only talk when he, he tells us to talk. And sometimes he'll tell us, listen to prophecies that he has given us. Because we write down everything that's spoken to us. Amen. We have them all recorded. So um, I have my phone and, and uh, I'll turn it on and we'll listen to those words. Let me see my phone real fast, baby. We'll listen to the words. Are you in a rush? And so we'll we'll listen to we'll listen to stuff like this. What a beautiful name it is. Very softly. It's dark. I'm on my chair, she's on hers. Quiet. Me and her training ourselves to sit with the Father. secret place every morning fresh oil fresh oil every day then he'll speak to us see I have, I have everything recorded and, and I'll hear it we have a thing that we call 50 days 
We did a 50-day consecration this year, and it changed our life forever. And God began to speak to us. He began to give us words to speak. So we began to speak these words. Pastor Carlo, I just need you to be my witness, sir. Okay, so you see my notes for this message. You can see our new RVs, right? All right. What's that say? 50 days. Okay, so I hit 50 days. When did it start? 422.19. So 422.19, we did, that was April, we did a 50-day consecration. And in that time, I think this is where it started with us sitting together. Because usually I like to pray by myself, but God said, I want you to come together now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still pray by myself, but in the mornings, he's, he's asking us to come together. So what happened was he began to speak to us. And since then, since then, Pastor Carlos, I'm going to just kind of show you this little list here. How many things have come to pass so far? 169 things have come to pass since April. And I put, I put everything down. The other day, somebody gave me maybe a cup of coffee, so I wrote it down. The other day, someone gave me $80 cash for, for gas. I wrote it down. Somebody the other day sent me in the mail three sleeping bags, so I wrote it down. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just looking at the list. Just The other day, I got a phone call from one of our partners, and he says, I have two gold coins I want to give you. So I went to his house, and I picked up the gold coins, not knowing what they were. I called Pastor Carlo because he's a coin collector. He goes, send me the pictures. He goes, oh, brother. He goes, oh, brother, you need to go to a coin store. I'm thinking, why? They're just gold coins. I mean, I don't even know what they're worth. They were worth $1,743 each. So I went to the gold coin shop, and they bought them off me for $3,400 cash. That was last Thursday, I think. So I write every single thing down. But where do I get this stuff? In the secret place. Where do I get the fresh oil? From the Holy Spirit, the Father, now we see Jesus. So it would be dumb for me to stop spending time like this. I mean, it's working. All right, let me give you one more scripture. Again, we write everything. I mean, I, I, I write everything. If you give me a word, Pastor Rod, I'm going to write it down. I might stop you. Excuse me, sir. You have given me words, and I asked you to text them to me before. Jeff, you have before. I, I take it very serious. I don't take nothing lightly. I mean, I mean, I mean, I can go on for days here. Days, days. Everything. I have scriptures that I read over our partners. You know, I read scriptures over our partners. I write everything down. Everything. Uh, my, 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 my. I, I mean, I'm getting lost over by myself. Man. 
It just gets me excited. So let's go to 1 John 2.20 now. So we see, we see that the Holy Spirit anoints us with fresh oil. We see that God does. We've seen Jesus. But look at this scripture. It uses a whole different wording. But this whole wording captures all three into one. You ready? 1 John 2.20 says, But you have been anointed by the Holy One. Now, if you know any Greek or Hebrew, Jeff kind of talked about, Pastor Jeff talked about this morning, the Holy One meaning the Anointed One. You know? The Holy One. Is God the Holy One? Yes. Is Jesus the Holy One? Is the Holy Spirit? I mean, you know, we can get lost here. But you have been anointed. You have fresh oil from the anointed one. And you have all knowledge. All knowledge. That means I can know everything. Yes. Because the fresh oil will keep you fresh. <sighs> Let me just give you one more. Hebrews 1.9. Hebrews 1.9 says, You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Now, this is very important. Fresh oil can't flow on a wicked person. You got to love righteousness first. Well, the word righteousness simply means God's right way of doing things. But see God's kingdom first and all his righteousness. You, know, you, you have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, because you have done this, therefore, from this moment forward, God... Your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness. Well, let's read it this way. Let's read it this way. Therefore, from this moment forward, God, your God, mine, God, my God. Somebody say, my God. My God. So who do I want to spend time with? My God. Who do I want to seek first? My God. Who do I want to honor first? My God. Who do I want to lift up my horn? My God. Think about it. You ever heard that term? Stop honking your own horn. It's true. You know, I have, with all my heart, done, you know, we'll, we try our best to live by what we've learned from Brother Copeland. You know, we learn early on, he says, uh, I have never asked for a place to preach. I mean, have, have I ever called you and said, Rodney, let me preach at your church? <laughs> Never. Pastor Carlos, have I ever called you Pastor Dave, Pastor Jeff? Never. Never. So, we're, we, and this, my wife, I remember 17 years ago when we went first full-time in ministry, I had a great idea. I'll send letters to every pastor and let them know, hey, man, I got myself a word for you. And she jerked my chain. She said, we don't do things like that. So, for, so in 17 years, believe me, I mean, I will say this. There's a pastor in Texas. He has told me, we've been preaching in his church, Pastor Profeto, for the last eight years. Every Sunday after Southwest. 
And he says, this is how it is. You will preach every Sunday after Southwest. So I, I will text him like in March and let him know, hey, Southwest is coming. Do you, do you still want us to come? Because I'm working on the calendar here. Right. I mean, I'll do that. But only to those that I that have asked me. So, you know, but I don't want to toot my own horn. Because then you're going to have to feel your horn. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, from this moment forward, God, your God, has anointed you with what? Fresh oil. With the oil of gladness. Now we see another ingredient of this fresh oil. What is it? Gladness. Yes. Nothing like, yes. let me just say this. Let me, man, can I be real for a couple more minutes? As a minister of the gospel, one of the greatest things, one of the greatest things that the enemy wants to steal is our joy. Right. Us just being happy. I mean, just being happy, man, it's a big deal in my house. Seriously. You know, I don't know about you, but that's like a really big deal in my house. I mean, we had, me and my wife had to stir each other up. Seriously. So I, I'm, can I just be honest? So we have to stir ourselves up to be happy. We have to remind ourselves of what God has done for us, what he's doing for us, uh, how he loves us. We got to stir up our, our flesh and our minds and our spirits because the enemy, he knows if he can keep take our gladness away, then we won't do the ministry happily. Right. You know, and we have to do some physical parts about it. Like we have to plan motorcycle rides, you know, ride our bike, go away for a cup of day. What was that, baby? Fun, fun things. You got to plan fun things in your lives, too. Yeah. You know, you really do. You got to be fun. You got to have fun. Because the enemy, if he can keep you sad, then you have no more oil. So we see one of the ingredients here in the oil. We've seen that it was power. We've seen it was the Holy Spirit. I mean, we just, you know, doing good. And here's another ingredient, just being glad. Oh, so if, you're, if you don't have fresh oil, that means you're not glad. Another indication of a of a leader, of a person. If you see a Christian that's not glad, is they haven't had their oil changed lately. Amen. Amen. So as individuals, as ministers, as husband and wives, we have to pay attention to this kind of stuff. Okay, okay. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. So I had a great... You know, Russ, uh, West... And Mike back there, they've just been a big blessing. Let's give them a hand. They're just, you know. But we had a great conversation with Mike, you know, me and my wife and Mike up in the mount, up at the portal. He says, hey, let me look at your bike. We're looking at the bike. And he goes, so how do you like this bike? And I said, well, let me just say this. My wife here is an expert on motorcycles and he's listening I said this is our 22nd motorcycle and my wife knows everything about motorcycles seriously and he's like listening I said look she can tell you every experience that we had on every motorcycle and he said okay like 
And he kind of looked at her like, what is it? And she said, it's the seat. Right, Mike? She said, it's the seat. Because he asked me, out of all 22, you know, which has been your favorite? And immediately she said, it's the seat. You can have the greatest motorcycle, but if your butt hurts, it's over. <laughs> it's just the truth. It's the seat. So, so, oh, I know where I'm going with this. Man, I said, where in the world is this going here? So the seat. So what I'm saying is, I have, I have to do what I got to do to make sure she's glad. As a husband, as a minister, as her companion. I was telling him that I bought a beautiful, brand new, with only 500 miles, Yamaha 950 Tour, white, pearl white. I lowered the bags. I cut the windshield. I The first day I got it, put it in the garage, did the exhaust system. This thing was bad. Three days later, we go for a ride with Pastor Rodney and Carmen. We're cruising up the mountain, put a good 200 miles in. We get to McDonald's, man. I'm all excited. We look good. And Rodney tells my wife, so how do you like the new bike? And she goes, I don't like it. <laughs> My mouth dropped. We're at McDonald's. I look at her, and he goes, why? She goes, the seat sucks. <laughs> and she's, the wind was buffeting her. Sold it like that Saturday. I sold it so quick because she was no longer glad. What are you doing to keep glad in your life? You have to change something. You got to make some adjustment. You got to get the oil flowing again. You need an oil change. So let me wrap this up. Fresh oil. Fresh oil allows us to do the work, the great commission. It allows us to touch people. It supplies power, the Holy Ghost. It supplies us with what we need to, to go around and do good works, to heal the blind, to preach the gospel to the poor, to set free those that are captives, those that are blind. It gives us a right to get up and go. Fresh oil. We've seen that the ingredients of fresh oil is the Holy Spirit, power, gladness. I'm telling you, we're about to enter into 2020, and what we need is fresh oil. We don't want to exit 2019 and go into 2020 with the same oil. The oil that you have now is for 2019. Amen. But I'm already looking for fresh oil, and I'm already storing it up. Now, now... Now, 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 you know, there's not, I'm sure there's scripture for this, but let me just kind of, don't mix, oh no, don't want to go there. Just want to be watchful. What I want to say is, yeah, 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 there's scripture. You can't mix new wine That's right. That's right. in old wide skins. That's right. 
All right. So what I'm trying to say is you're storing up fresh oil for 2020, but keep the oil of 2019 separate. Use it for 2019. It's for this year. There's, it's not over. Today in prayer, I was looking at our calendar and uh, rally ministries. You know, we do we finish this meeting. And then we're preaching in some churches on Sundays. Then we go to Canada for six days and preach in Canada. And we come home and immediately we go up north to Delano and do a Christmas fest. Uh, so we, we have some stuff still. It's not over. So I'm not going to throw out the oil. That oil is still designed for 2019. I need that oil. But I'm getting oil already for 2020. Say amen, somebody. Give God praise. Amen. Give God praise. Give God praise.